welcome to the Women in Pop podcast. I'm Danny DePorto, and it's so good to be chatting to you all again. Before we get into today's show, a quick update on Women in Pop magazine. We are busily creating issue six, and it will be with you all very soon. We have interviews with some truly incredible women that we cannot wait to share. In the meantime, if you're listening to us in Europe, Women in Pop issue five, with pink on the cover, is still on sale in your part of the world. For more info and to subscribe, make sure you go to womenandpop.com forward slash subscribe. And now on to the show. Today we're talking to the wonderful and super talented singer-songwriter, Murray. And very excitingly, she's here on the day that she's releasing her debut EP. It's an absolute honor to have you here on such a momentous occasion, Murray. Hello, welcome to Women and Pop. Tell us about this EP. It's named after yourself, right? It is. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's very exciting to be releasing it today. It is named after me uh, because really it's a collection of stories about me. So I wanted to package it under my name to really give it as a gift to the world from me. It's very exciting. So very meaningful on a few fronts then as an artist and it seems personally. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think great art is actually made from a personal perspective. I think that to talk about universal themes and to connect with people, you really have to start with your story. And I think when you tell your story with real authenticity, it then connects into other people's unique stories and their authenticity. And that's actually where the connection occurs. So I think it really has to start with where you're at. You know, you just, you know, write about what you know first. Well, I mean, speaking of your story, this has got to be a huge milestone for you. It's massive. How, how does it How does it feel inside, outside? What it, was it like waking up in the morning? Oh, it's, it's quite surreal, actually. I think when you've been creating something for a while, and this EP has taken a little while to come together, it... It, the, when the moment comes that it's available for everybody to listen to it, it's it's a mixture of emotions. It's incredible excitement, incredible joy. It's a sort of an opening up of your heart and, and of your soul, really. Really, this EP is me being the most honest I've ever been in my art. And it really feels like I'm truly bearing what's important to me and what I've gone through and, and what I want the world to have. So it's huge, but it is really, really exciting. (laughs) Tell us more. Tell us about the message of this. Yes. When I was writing this EP, the message was definitely one of the most important things. I've, I've listened to a lot of great music and I keep listening to a lot of great music that I'm always interested in what is it that connects me to it. And obviously it's musical elements like great groove, great lyrics, um, you know, interesting harmonic ideas, you know, great instruments, all of those things. But I think really the message of the lyrics is the thing that I always take with me that stays with me and that really soundtracks my life. And when I started writing this EP, I didn't really know exactly what it was going to be about. I just knew that I wanted to be truthful and I really wanted to lay myself bare, basically. And I wanted it to be something that people could listen to and really get a message of hope and a message of freedom and a message of the connection that I feel like we're often lacking in these times. And I think a lot of people are feeling, well, I don't know, I'm 
I've had times where I've felt quite disjointed and confused and I've really turned to music to help me heal those those moments of confusion or heal those moments of feeling isolated and I wanted to create something that would connect people. So I explored lots of themes in this EP. A lot of it is really about the revealing of your true self, being brave enough to peel away the layers, show who you really are. It's also about not giving up when you really want to give up, when you're having a really hard time and you just think, is this worth it? Can I do this? I really wanted to encourage people, just keep going, one more step, you can do it. And it's it's about uh, trying to find a peaceful way for us all to exist together and and to move forward in these sort of challenging times. And definitely it's about self-acceptance you know, the purest form of self-acceptance, not a sort of, you know, self-help affirmation, wake up and stare in the mirror and say, I love you, but a real embracing of our unique differences and, and celebrating what we perceive as our flaws and actually being connected to each other through our weaknesses and our challenges and our fears so that we can actually come together with love. I mean, you've released a pretty cool single on the back of this, I Am The Wind. Would you say that this is representative of the core of that EP? Oh, definitely. I was thinking about how the songs really intertwine with each other and this song, I Am The Wind, is actually a sort of a sequel to one of the other tracks, the first track, Camouflage, and it's about when you've finally revealed who you are, being really brave and embracing it and and really living in your power, really living in your peaceful power and being really proud and and it's 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 a definitely a bit of an anthem of standing up for yourself and being strong in your choices. Yeah. Well, I think listeners are desperate to have a taste of what's going on, so let's take a listen now to I am the wind. It comes and it goes and we still don't know. It comes and it goes and we still don't know. It comes and it goes and we still don't know. It does strike me that you are overwhelmingly positive in the, the, the feel of the music, the lyrics of the music. I mean, a lot of pop sounds happy, but if you break it down, it's pretty tragic. Why is it that you think you are so through and through up and positive? Have you always been this way? Has it been a struggle? Oh, thank you. That's such a lovely compliment. Um, oh, I definitely have good days and bad days. And I think... I have had some challenging times definitely in my life and getting through those bad times has really required a lot of positive energy, whether that's come from people around me or it's come from art and music or it's come from things I've read. So I'm really aware that it's really hard if you're feeling isolated or you're feeling like things aren't going well for you it's really hard to actually get a level of consciousness about how to change that or how to move out of that space if there's nothing around you giving you that. So, I, you know, when I really embarked on this EP, I thought a lot about 
how prevalent pop is in our lives and how much we love pop and how much we consume it in the supermarket and in the car and at parties. And to me, pop in particular as a genre has this incredible ability to really reach far and wide. So when I started this, I made a really conscious choice that I did want to have a positive message because I think there's a lot of other conflicting messages that we get in media and in music. And sometimes we definitely need to have those songs to kind of embrace our pain and feel the sadness or feel the confusion. But I also think we need the remedy to that because if there's too much of that, we're all just going to go down into the hole together. Whereas I really want us to be uplifted together. I want there to be a place where we can all come together and, you know, without sounding cheesy, absolutely be our best selves and bring our best selves and bring great energy and make our lives the best they can absolutely be. Tell me more about these these moments, these mental spaces where your inspiration really strikes you from. Are you more likely to bust out a tune when you're falling in love versus going through a heartbreak? Do you work best with others, with yourself? Like, how does it all come into fruition? That's a really good question. I think it's a little bit of everything. I'd love to say it's just one thing. I definitely, in the beginning, it would come out of heartache and pain and sort of negative experiences. But as I've gotten older, I've had a lot of fortune in my life and uh, I've had some really great things happen to me. And I think I started to, I mean, this EP in particular, I really got inspiration from the natural world around me. So I definitely get a lot of inspiration when I'm out in nature, going for a walk, a little idea will come to me, things like that. But I was really inspired as well by the news and by the negativity that is thrown on us all the time. I feel, I, I really feel constantly bombarded by these messages of fear and pain and a lot of the negative things in life are talked about. So I for the first time ever, I think, actually, in writing music, I was really inspired to counteract that in some way. And, yeah, it really informed the lyrical ideas. And then I did co-write a lot of the EP um, with a great producer called Jean-Paul Fung, uh, and he that was a really great journey. I hadn't had that much experience uh, co-writing with other people, and it was you know, it's kind of all the things you can imagine co-writing to be. It's really exciting. It can be frustrating. It can be confusing. But what's so great about writing with other people is that the song just has this opportunity to grow more than you've ever imagined it. And when you first hear those ideas, sometimes it can get, you know, it's easy to get stuck in particular places. But when you co-write with someone, this whole new world opens up. So I definitely loved that. I did. There is a song on the EP called We Are Ready, which I wrote myself from start to finish. And that was also really wonderful to have something that was completely mine, as well as the co-write ones as well. It sounds like you're going to be out there looking for more collaborators. Oh, definitely. Who's on your list? Who do you want to work with now in the future? And tell me, who's influenced you so far in your life and career? Oh, yes. There's, I mean, I would love to work with the big guys, Pharrell, uh, Mark Ronson. I, I, I'm really, really, really inspired at the moment by Janelle Monet, And she works with a fantastic group of people called the Wonderland Arts Collective. Really creative, really inspiring uh, they've got a great message, so I, I would love to work with them. 
I'm also hugely inspired by Lady Gaga at the moment. I just think what she's doing is such a breath of fresh air in pop. And I think her message is incredible. And I think she really has had the courage to be herself, despite heaps of knockbacks and people putting her down or not accepting her. And here she is just making the most phenomenal music and sharing it with the world with such an open heart. So that's really, really inspired me. But I think I just want to work with people who have great art at the forefront of what they're trying to do. I, I think it's really easy in today's times with a lot of, uh, there's a lot of pressure about streaming and social media and sort of, there's so many people out there in the music industry. You know, anyone who has a computer in their bedroom can make a song and upload it, which in one way is fantastic because all these people that previously didn't have access and couldn't be heard can now be heard. But in a way, it's just blown everything wide open. And I think there's a lot of music that is being made that's the same. So I really want to keep growing musically and lyrically and and vocally as well so that I'm making music that is challenging me and challenging other people, but it it's going beyond what I've even thought was possible. I mean, you were talking earlier about hope, freedom, connection. Now you're bringing up all this world of interconnectivity that we're, it's just been proliferated day on day. Yeah. Obviously, there's going to be good and bad things about social media and yeah. having wide access to a, to a wide audience. How do you think that artists and just your average young people, especially girls, can make the most of it, avoid those pitfalls? Yes, I think it's a really tricky one. Uh, I have a bit of a uh, challenging relationship with social media at times. I think it is brilliant. I think it has the power to be brilliant. Uh, I think being able to be connected with each other so so intimately can be a wonderful thing. However, I think at the moment we're in a time where it's probably more negative than positive a lot of the time. And I think artists actually have an obligation to think really carefully about how they want to portray themselves and the messages they want to give people because I think it is – well. I've actually watched a lot and read a lot about this. It's a massive contributor to mental health problems, uh, especially in teenagers. And I think that needs to be addressed. I definitely think that needs to be addressed. I think that this way that we are editing out the so-called negative parts of our life and just presenting what is, you know, physically attractive or physically successful or tangible, I think that's dangerous. And I think it, I think that isolates people. And I think that it makes people feel like they're less than, and, and we're doing it every day. They're opening up their phones every day and thinking, oh, I don't look like that, or I'm not on that holiday, or I don't have that job. And I think sometimes people find it really aspirational and I think that can survive in social media. But I think we need to rethink how we're going about it because at the moment I think it's pretty dangerous. I think many people would agree with you, mm. but also that there is hope in there. I mean, look at something that's connecting us all today. And of course, it's on social media everywhere. International Women's Day. 
also the day you've released your EP. How'd you pull that one off? Oh, it's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just so thrilled. I'm so thrilled that that one has aligned. Yeah, look, it can be really positive. And I think we've seen lots of ways in the past couple of years that it has been really positive, especially for the women's movement. And I think it's exciting that uh, social media is now expanding to be much more inclusive of people and much more inclusive of messages and and revolutions really which is exciting and one of the songs on the EP called we are ready to me is actually the perfect anthem for international women's day it's really is about all of us rising up and trying to heal what has happened with moving forward in a really constructively positive way. And I think social media definitely allows us to connect with each other intimately and share these ideas. I think we just need to make sure that they're shared really imperfectly and that there isn't this high ideal that we all have to aspire to every day of our lives because it's just exhausting. Guys, I think it's time to take a listen to We Are Ready. about Marae, about this alter ego, this performing persona that you have embodied now. How has this come about and how does it help you to do your thing in pop? I think I've always been Marae. I think it's just now the time has come that I, I can really be her in her entirety. For me, Marae is about the person that we all truly are underneath all the things that have happened to us and all the fears we have and all the way that society treats us, all the messages we get. Marae is in everybody. Uh, and and that's why I'm sharing this with everybody because I want everybody to find their Marae. I want them to find the, the sort of fiercest, strongest, most loving, most compassionate, most fun, excited, complex person that they can be. And I feel really blessed to have come into, into Marais. And, and I feel excited that I, I hope that this can also connect with other people and they can also find that in them. So it sounds like you really want to have that role of being an uplifter. Definitely. In the pop sphere. And tell, yeah. me, tell me how you think that and pop fit into this current wave of feminism that we're going through. Oh, I think pop has been fantastic in the last few years with feminism because so many female pop artists are doing such exciting things and having such impact in the world. And I think that pop really does allow, as I was chatting about earlier, it allows, to, it really can reach to such a wide variety of people. Pop goes all the way around the world. And it, I think pop 
if we look at it through history, it's always had a political and social conscience connected to it. I think sometimes it can get lost in trying to please the currency that we currently live in. I think that, you know, ideas of money and fame and beauty sometimes sidetrack it. But then I think underneath it are artists, people like Pink, uh, who write wonderfully intimate and political social songs and sing them in just the most extraordinarily emotionally connected ways. And I think that's what's so great about pop. I think it's the way we all really want to sing secretly. I think most pop artists sing in their, their true voice, in their most authentic voice. And they're singing music that has an ease to it that we it's always like we know it that's what's great about pop it's like it's like it's a song that we've already heard but we've never heard it before and I think that that familiarity is joyful absolutely joyful is, is that part of the reason why in your debut music video for Vertigo it was a dancer with a mask on it yeah so that was it wasn't really about you per se it was about this woman this essence that we couldn't identify as an individual. She was just more representative, I suppose, of a whole. That's exactly right. I, When I first decided to release that very first song, I didn't want it to be about me. I didn't want it to be about what I looked like, about the clothes that I wore, about anything identifiable, which I feel that is really a bit of a problem with pop music in today's times, uh, especially with social media. A lot of pop artists have a massive social media following and then the music is secondary to that. I really wanted the music to speak for itself and I wanted it to also explore these themes of wearing a mask because I think we are encouraged to be so perfect in our day-to-day lives that we've got to put these this armour on to get out the house every day and often it is a mask and the person that we are portraying ourselves to be to our friends and our co-workers and our family is not actually who we really are and i don't want to i don't want to deal with that anymore i want i want real people i want to know what is really going on with people i want to connect with people in the most real way and i want to see their beauty in them looking tired or not wearing the perfect outfit because there is beauty in all those things. So it was definitely about exploring the masks that we wear. And then it was also when the little panda comes in, it's also about exploring us, you know, passing on this idea of identity and these ideas to the next generation. And just to get people to think a little about that, because I think a lot of these things are happening so unconsciously and now is our time to really be addressing them. And, and music is always, art and music, is, it's always been the best way to address these things. This desire in you to connect to the real, the authentic, the natural, is that why you're based in Canberra as opposed to a more, like, quote-unquote, typical, logical place for a musician to be, like Sydney or London or L.A.? Yeah, well, I mean... Canberra's Canberra's just a little bit of a stop for the moment. I've I've always been someone that has enjoyed moving around, to be honest. Uh, and the great thing about Canberra, actually, it's very underrated, and it's you know it's really close to Sydney. So I actually still spend a lot of my time in Sydney, uh, but it does provide this respite, I guess, from the stresses of a huge city. 
yet it still has a lot of great city things about it. And I think Canberra of today would surprise a lot of people. It's a, it's a really exciting, thriving place. It's got fantastic culture. It's got great nightlife. It's really supportive of the arts and music. But for, for me, it was about also finding a place where I could have the space to write. So a lot of this EP was written just after I moved to Canberra. And I don't think I could have written it had I not moved to Canberra. I, I think that the nature surrounding it and just the space and the energy, it's a really lovely place, very supportive I, I don't think that this music would have come out of me had I stayed where I was. Can you remember when you started writing and, and when you first came to the realization that music could be your actual career? Well, I've always known that music and performing were going to be my career. I feel like I knew it when I was three years old. I I've always written songs, I've always performed, I've always created music, I've always collaborated. So there definitely wasn't one moment. It It's just something, it, it's, it's sort of as familiar to me as a family member, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's never been a question. And, and even through really challenging times, and there have been challenging times, I've never thought about pursuing anything else because I really feel it's my purpose, you know. I feel like I have a, I've been given a gift, yeah. Do you come from a musical family? Yeah, I, I've, I've always just been surrounded by music. I've, um, I've always had people in my life who created and it's, I've been very lucky to have sort of been in a, in a sort of, uh, I guess like a, a beautiful nest of creativity my whole life and very supported throughout that journey to really pursue what I wanted to pursue. And I think as I've gotten older, my goals have, have definitely sharpened with it. And it took me a little while to know that pop was really where I wanted to be and where I wanted to create and and I'm but I feel really lucky that I got to explore a whole lot of other things along the way because I think it's informed my sound to be a bit different I hope I want to hear more about the journey about the growth up to today and of course beyond yes. now that that record is out there what are some key moments some or key people things that spring to mind as really being those milestones either tangibly or just inside your head knowing like yeah I'm getting there yeah, there's been a lot, which I feel really grateful for, actually. The first one was just the idea to make it. I just, I, I'd done a lot of other musical projects and they hadn't been right. And they'd always been collaborations. And I just decided that I had to do it myself. And so that was a really definite point where it started. And I'm really glad it started that way because I think that's why the message of the EP is so strong as well, because I knew that I had to take responsibility as well. And that was really exciting and really scary. So that was the first major milestone. Then connecting with uh, JP Fung, the producer and co-writer, was another huge, huge milestone. Um, and actually before that, I was really lucky. I've connected with a friend and an incredible artist, Darren Percival, and he's been really monumental in supporting me to create this. So they were definitely defining moments. And then I wrote, I sort of wrote the EP track by track and that we 
completed each song as we went along, basically. So each time a song was completed, that was a massive milestone. And then finally getting to release Vertigo with the video clip was huge. It was massive. Do you have a favourite track on the EP? Do you have a favourite song you've written to your life up till now? Well, it's really interesting because I think for the first time ever, this is music where I absolutely love all six tracks, which I feel really excited about. But I think We Are Ready is particularly close to my heart because it's a gift to the world and it's something I wrote that I really wanted to go beyond me. Uh, and I think I think that's a huge issue actually for artists because it can sometimes seem quite self-indulgent or sort of navel-gazing exercise being an artist, but the best music is music that's made from the heart that is that is going to be given out to the world. And I think that song was a turning point for me on the EP because I realised that I could create this gift that I really believe will be a great thing in the world. So I'm very excited that it's going out today. <laughs> and what have you got feedback-wise so far? What is it that you think fans really resonate with you on? I mean, obviously for me, it's the fact that you are so encouraging and positive, but not in a blind way. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you acknowledge that it's not that easy, but uh, that it's still worth the... Uh, worth the climb. Yeah, definitely. I think that has been the feedback I've got actually. And what's great, the feedback so far has been that different songs resonate for different people for different reasons, which which is great. So some people have really resonated with Vertigo because it's got such a great groove and, and it makes them feel like dancing. Uh, so that's been, and they really liked the, the vocal and the sort of nods to the influences. So that's been really positive. And then other people have really em embraced Perfectly Imperfect. I've I've had people say to me that they really needed to hear that message and it's really made them feel a lot better about some challenging things that are going on in their lives. And that's incredible. I, I mean, if, if these songs touch one person, my job's done really, you know, and, and, I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing how the other songs, what what people think of the other songs and what they think of the EP as a whole. Look, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it feels to me like your take on this gender equality movement is that we've got to all work on ourselves as individuals whilst looking yes. left and right to look after those around us. Absolutely. And then the movement on that larger scale will come naturally. Yeah, that, that's, I think that's a really great way of putting it, actually. I definitely think we need to work on ourselves for any issue I, that we're trying to solve and heal. I think we always need to start with our own behaviour rather than lots of finger pointing. I think that's always dangerous. I think on gender equality, what I think is fantastic is that a light is being shone on this issue. And I think for women, you know, being in the minority or it, we're not actually a minority, but being treated as a minority for such a long time, we've gotten really used to it. So I think we're in this really interesting place where we're trying to figure out what it means to be equal. And I think there is going to be a bit of toing and froing while we sort that out. And I think we just need to be really kind to each other, really kind men and women and realize that this is a massive period of adjustment. And I think the other thing that I've been thinking a lot about is that 
equality doesn't mean we're exactly the same because we're not the same. We're really different. Uh, men and women both have really strong traits that are really positive and things that maybe aren't as positive. And I think the idea that we're trying to be exactly the same doesn't work. But if we feel like we are respected and we are given equal opportunities and there's there's room for us at the table, I think that's what needs to happen and that's the discussion that needs to have we need to have I love that well in the meantime tell us how people can hear your music now that it's out there and tell us when you're going to be coming to our cities where are you going to be performing where can we come and see you sing it live in the flesh yes well it's available on all the streaming platforms so on Spotify Apple Music iTunes however you consume your music it's also available on my website which is officialmarais.com and there's actually lots of other little bits on my web- website if you want to have a look there's photos and um you know, articles, things like that, if you want to get to know me a little bit more. And you can obviously find me on Instagram and Facebook at Official Murray. And uh, in terms of touring, well, it is going to happen. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to, I'm, I'm actually in the process of putting together a live show that is maybe a little bit different to what people might expect from me. So Ooh. just keep an eye keep an eye on everything because it will happen care, soon. Care to elaborate? Well, I think... I want to create a live show that really expresses the message of the music as well as the great musical elements as well. So as well as being able to go to a show and have a great dance and sing along and all of those things, I want that to be part of it. But I also want to really embrace how can I creatively bring an audience into these messages and how can I creatively give them an experience that, you know, is life-changing, actually. So that takes time. It takes time to really commit to your art in that way and to commit to doing things differently. But I'm really excited and there's some very exciting things to come. Well, hey, for sure, myself and all the other listeners are going to be keeping our eyes peeled for that announcement. Great. But speaking in the longer term, the bigger picture, what are those massive career goals? Now that you're at this stage today, what's that dream. Yes. Well, I'm already thinking about the next thing. So definitely more EPs or an album would be really fantastic. I'm working towards the next recording. However many songs that is will be revealed in the process. But I definitely want to take my music to the world. I, I want to bring it you know, first and foremost here to to Australia, but I want it to go all the way around the world. Hello, all those people listening outside of Australia as well. Hi. <laughs> and I, I just want to keep growing and building my art and I want it to affect people's lives in a really positive way. It's really important to me. I want it to be the music that soundtracks their lives, that gives them hope, that comforts them. So any way that I can keep doing that and I can keep spreading that, that's the way I want to go. Marae, it has been really uplifting and incredibly inspiring to hear your insightful answers. Thank you so much for taking the time out today. I know it's a huge, busy one for you. Thank you. So what's what's next? What's what's the rest of your day look like? Uh, I think just lots of um, connecting with people about the music and hearing what people think and uh, maybe some sort of little celebration later on. <laughs> and guys, you at home, check it out. Search for Marae, M-A-R-E-T. That's, That's how it. you spell it. That's very, it. very classy in French. <laughs> 
And in the meantime, thank you so much for being on the show today, Marae. It has been a pleasure. Listeners, Marae's debut EP, also called Marae, M-A-R-A-T, it's out now. It's an absolute cracker. So make sure you go and buy it, hey? Download it, stream it, however you get your music. Play it, play it often. You can see some behind-the-scenes images from today's show on Women & Pop's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search Women & Pop. And issue six of the magazine is coming soon. Stay tuned to our social media pages for more updates. And remember, it is a hard copy. Nice to have around the bedroom. On the coffee table, give it to a friend. Until next time, thanks for listening. Goodbye. (laughs) 